Business is good. Business is wonderful. Markets uh, are life shifting. Life is good. Uh, we're going through some economic changes. Um, you know, the tariffs that are happening. I mean, the, there's a, uh, who knows? Who knows what the future may bring? Uh, so just plugging along and making it work for us. You know, the whole thing is, is you know, when I was talking about recession, 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 you know, people were laughing and thinking I'm, you know, doing scare tactics. I'm not. All I'm doing is saying get prepared. Mm. Just prepare yourself. Just Be in prepared. case. Just, just in case. case. Because if I'm wrong, cool, look at how prepared you were. Yeah. Right? But if I'm right, you're gonna, you're not going to be wanting to stand there with your tail between your legs going, okay, yeah. well, what do I do now? Right. And the people that are in the stock market right now must be going crazy because, you know, it's up 500, down 500. <laughs> no. it's, it's the, 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 <laughs> what's happening right now is, is, is not what we've been experiencing over the last two or three years. But right now it's back to where it was several years ago. It's weird, isn't and, it? And, uh, you know, the cycle is there. Uh, but, you know, luckily a lot of people, hopefully people that are investing in the stock market look at that and say, okay, well, you know, I'm here for the long term. But if you're a day trader, you must be going crazy. I call it speed wobbles. Yeah. If you've ever ridden a motorcycle, you get too fast or a skateboard, you get too fast, you start to wobble a little bit. Right. You look at the stock market and how fast it grew. Mm -hmm. It grew to the highest point in history and then grew higher and higher and higher and higher in a rap it's such a rapid pace that you have to have speed wobbles and what's right. happening is, is it's coming down and it's going back up and it's coming down and it's going back up that's all it is right and the reason why you know while i do have stocks invested in things like that but the reason why i focus in on real estate you know the stock market goes back and forth on a daily basis the real estate market has its trends also correct uh, and it has its cycles but they're more predictable. and they're much more predictable and they're also longer in period of time so you know um, most cycles go for seven to nine years or thereabouts mm -hmm. um, and we are probably a lot of people will tell you we're probably close to the top at this point in time mm -hmm. uh, however it just continues to go up because the amount of homes on the market are not there. Once we start getting more supply, then we're going to start seeing, you know, that Correct. shift occur also. Correct. And then of course you have mortgage rates starting to go up. And that's what I think so, is going to be the big turn is, you know, people, the buying power is going to be dramatically reduced and people are going to want to wait. They're not going to want to buy a $200,000 house. Correct. They're just not. So we just have to wait and see. Again, we're, we're probably close to the top of the cycle. There are some people saying we're still two years away. But, um, you know, my prediction is we're probably about a, a year away. I think July is um, when we're going to start seeing. Well, we'll that see. Was, that was my I, that was I'm my not into. I, I don't think it's going to happen this year. But, again, you know, I wish I had a crystal ball because then I'd make right. millions and millions of dollars. I know, right? But, uh, <laughs> but I don't. But uh, we are going to see a downturn. It's never going to be anything like it was no, in 2007, be 2008. Another, no, because we not. don't have those crazy liar loans and everything. Mm -hmm. But we are going to probably see a 10 to 15% correction mm -hmm. in prices. Uh, and that's okay. That's good for the market. Correct. And it'll uh, yeah. allow more people to get involved in real and estate. And having the rates go up is also a good cycle. Because then when the rates go back down, the money's it's a stronger money. Correct. So, Correct. Um, all right. So obviously, uh, you know, who is Frank Verney? You're a real estate investor. What do you do? You invest in real estate. Today, we're looking for... We're looking for money. We're looking for money. Money. Uh, money is important. You know, um, you know, you can leverage money in real estate that you can't in the stock market. We're talking about the stock market. You know, and I've brought this up before. If you invest $10,000 in Apple stock mm -hmm. and it goes up by 10%, you've made 1000 bucks. Correct. Uh, but if you put $10,000 down on a home that's worth maybe two, $200,000 and it goes up 10%, well, then you've made $20,000. Correct. So that's 
the benefit of leverage. And uh, a lot of people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why I focus in on real estate. Mm -hmm. uh, and finding money, you know, if you're if people are invested in, in the stock market, they're again going crazy right now. Uh, if you're invested in, in just, uh, you know, money funds or those types of things, you're only earning 1% or less. Correct. Whereas people that are investing in real estate, uh, you know, they're going to get paid as, as a private lender, you know, somewhere between 8 12%. Um, and it's guaranteed money because it's going to be supported by uh, a note, which is then guaranteed by a deed of trust. Correct. So, you know, people are, they put their money in, in, in stocks, or not in stocks, in, in savings because they think that um, it's safer. My money's safer in the bank because I know where it is. Mm -hmm. I know how much I have. I can access it easily. But your money's not doing anything. That's correct. It's actually losing value. What people don't realize is that, yeah, you've got a yield of, what is that, like 0.4% or something half along percent, those lines? Yeah, exactly. But inflation's two, two and a half percent. That's the point I'm making. So. So was a thirteen percent per decade or something along, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where you have made, you know, your dollar amount grew a few bucks. It's not worth as much as it inflation. So right. you're actually losing money by putting money away. However, when you invest in real estate, yes, you can still lose money in real estate. Here's the thing: the people who know what they're doing don't lose money in real estate. Well, I've been doing it for a few years now, and uh, none of my transactions have ever lost money. None of my private lenders have ever lost money. Most of my private lenders that I've worked with or my hard money lenders, all they want to do is continue doing business with me because, you know, um, I, first of all, I keep them up to date on what what's going on. Um, I generally will, will perform better than I expect. Um, and so it's it's called under promise over deliver. Correct. And uh, able and to do that. that in many and you've got the deed of trust. And again, and 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 if for and if for some ungodly reason, you know, I completely screw up and and something really really bad happens, <laughs> you can still foreclose. So it, you know, it, it's not like you're ever going to really lose your money. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a matter of understanding how that works. You can protect yourself. You can protect your family and you can get much greater returns. Here's the thing about real estate, and I, the kind of where the conversation is going is, is accentuating on the risk. And the point I think that, that you're trying to make is that you're not gonna make the mistake because it's not, it's a calculated risk. You understand what is happening. You know the property before you do it. And what right. people, I, think, I don't think what people understand is, is that when you go to buy a property, you're buying a distressed property at pennies on the dollar. Correct. You bring in the contractors. The contractors come in and they go through everything and they dial everything in. They essentially rip the home apart and rebuild the home. Huh. And then you turn around and you put the home back up on the market and it's sold within, what, three to four months. Yep. And you're putting sixty, seventy thousand dollars profit in your pocket. Right. And and they're making money, I'm making money, and life is good. The good part about, you know, being a private lender is that you don't have to put any boots on the ground. You don't have to do the work. Um, you, all you're doing is is having your money work for you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm going to handle all that stuff. I'm going to get the contractors. I'm going to have, you know, sometimes the heartache of, of a contractor not doing the work when they're supposed to. I'm going to handle all that stuff. So it's just a matter of you're still going to get your returns. And if for some reason we go a month or two longer than we expect, you're going to be fully aware of that. And um, because you know, there's 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 rain, there's yeah, yeah, there's right. situations you can't be out there building a home in the rain. Right. It just 
just doesn't happen. We, we did a project last year in Fair Oaks, and last year, as you remember, it, uh, rained. it rained a lot. <laughs> uh, and so we were doing some foundation work, and you can't do foundation and roof work when it's mm -hmm. raining. Correct. And so we lost about two months on that mm -hmm. process. But mm -hmm. again, emailed and communicated with the lenders and right. let them know what's going on. And there was no issue. Of course, well, of course they are in no more issue. interest. They are in more interest. Well, it's so. not even that though. It's no issue because they've got four or five other investments that they're doing the same thing with that are having the same problems. Right. If you're the sore thumb, guess what? You're the sore thumb. Yeah, it's the same. So, the same. all right, um, who can be a real estate investor? Well, literally anyone can in terms of if you have access to money. And there's different ways that you can have access to money. You know, if you have a money market fund, um, 401ks or uh, IRA accounts. Uh, let's talk about IRAs for a second. Okay. Um, you know, if you go to your broker and your stock, your, your IRAs are invested in stocks and they're a Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or one of those places, mm -hmm. and you say to them, I want to invest in real estate. Well, you can't because um, that is what they're offering. But if what, what you now have access to is self-directed IRAs, and what that means is that you go to a, another custodian that's holding your money. So, if your stock, if your if your stock, if your money is involved in the stock market and you want to invest in real estate, all you're going to do is take it from Schwab and put it to somewhere else. And now they're going to control your money, and you control your money. It's self-directed. Correct. And self-directed IRAs as well as 401ks, allow you the opportunity to invest in other venues, other avenues. You can invest in gold, you can invest in real estate, uh, you can do notes. Uh, so you have other avenues that are gonna get you greater returns and less volatility than just the stock market. And so many, many people in the United States, there's trillions of dollars in, in IRAs mm -hmm. and 401ks. And people don't realize that that's available to you. And then all the money that you get back is going back into your retirement account and all the profits that you have is all tax-free. Here's the thing that, I, that you haven't hit on that people don't realize is there is tax code 7702, which is you've got annuities and you've got life insurance policies. For instance, my, my 7702 life insurance policy, uh, it's a UIL, um, I, uh, IUL, I'm able to take that money out of my IUL. Now, I'm going to pay interest on that money because it's a loan, so to speak. So let's say that Vernie needs $50,000. I can pull $50,000 out of my life insurance, give Frank the $50,000. Now, they're going to charge me 1%, 2 3%, whatever they're going to charge me for interest. But Frank's going to get me that money back in four or five months. I can then take the fifty thousand plus my one, two, three percent interest, put it back into my into my IUL, and I'd never touched it right. now, right? But now I've got twenty, fifteen, five, whatever thousand dollars left over that's my money. Okay. I can do whatever I want to do with. And now when Frank needs more money, he can come back to me, and now I'm going to give him fifty-five thousand dollars. And and that is how you grow and, right. and accumulate wealth. Right. And you never actually touch your money. Here's the funny thing about it is. Frank is using OPM, I'm using OPM, and everybody wins. Correct. And you know, in a 401k, for instance, if you have a 401k with your company, uh, first of all, it would be a good idea that you have one if you don't already have one because mm -hmm. most companies match it, so that's kind of free money for you. Mm -hmm. Now you have to vest in the property in, in, in the process, but um, if you have a 401k and let's say you have $120,000 sitting in that in that program, you can borrow up to $50,000 for five years. 
interest, I mean, the, the, it's, it's coming to you and you can use that money for whatever reason you want. And then the interest that you pay on that money, which because you are going to be paying interest back, correct, correct. is it's going back into your 401k. Mm -hmm. So you're building your 401k. And then if you take that money and invest it in real estate, then again, you're making, so let's say you're paying 4% interest on the 401k money, but you're charging me as an investor, maybe 10 or 12%. Mm -hmm. Okay. That extra 8% is going back into your 401k tax-free, Correct. Building your retirement. Correct. And then when you need more money, you can do it all over again. Correct. It, it's wonderful. All right, folks. Have you wanted to become a real estate investor? Do you have a little bit of money to play with? You'd be surprised how well you can leverage your money. Now, I'm going to throw this little caveat at you. Let's say that you're an employee. You're working hard. You've got a state job. And you're making your $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year. Let's be generous, $70,000 a year. And you're busting your hump every single day. Guess what? You could be a real estate investor. You can make $70,000, an additional $70,000 a year just by moving your money around, yet you didn't have to do anything. And the risk is all guaranteed with a deed and trust. So 916-668-0024, frankverni.org, F-R-A-N-K-V-E-R-N-I.org. We're going to go to a break. We're going to come back and learn more. We'll be right back.